Alright, shall we? Sure. Let's. We shall. Shan't we? Shabadoo. Uh, hey everybody! <laughs> this is great start there, Tone. I'm oh, terrible. Yeah. I'm terrible with starts and endings to this thing, and mostly in the middle as well. But we're, <laughs> but we're gonna keep doing this uh, because this is the the ten year mark. Are you serious? Oh wow! Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well, not, the end of the year will be. It's uh, still like. Yeah. Dude, you guys been for ten years. That's awesome. October. Well, we, we had, had like, like a two or three years. year break. Break in between. Right. Yeah, we're like, why are we doing this anymore? <laughs> yeah. And then we got bored with like the pandemic, or shortly before the pandemic, I forget. And we started. I think you got like this burst of creativity like right before the pandemic. Uh, no, during because we started with Byron, and it was when he was living with his sister pandemic times that's right yeah yeah we're all sitting around with nothing to do but be angry and political online and uh <laughs> and uh yeah so we needed it we needed some sort of release and um that's what she said. yeah hey. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and that's how we keep it here nice and classy at the getting off topic podcast i've been watching way too much always sunny <laughs> so much so much it's always sunny <laughs> What season are you in now? I don't know, like 13. 13 okay, out of... Get up there. Yeah. They just, they finished 15 or 15 will be the next one? I think 15 is the one that just went streaming. Okay. I don't know. Well, but yeah. I, I clock in about two and a half hours of it every day. <laughs> I mean, third That's time, a- like I enjoyed that so much, that show so much. I had the first three seasons on DVD because the first two came in a combo pack and I would just watch them and then start over again. And yep. well, there it's it's the fun. same kind of show as like a Friends, where yeah. it's each like the whole thing is its own thing. Like it's not commenting on anything in today's politics. I mean, it, it kind of does, but it's it's timeless. It's kind of timeless, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just ridiculous and fun and just yeah. No, yeah. Oh, did we lose an Andrew? I think we did. Yep. Damn charter. <laughs> uh oh. Spaghetti. Um, hello. Oh, you're hello, back. Yay. Oh. You you Max headroomed out for a second there. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> uh well, how's everybody doing? To what you been doing last two weeks? <laughs> What's everybody playing, watching? Playing, watching, etc. I uh, was lo- lucky enough to get Horizon Forbidden West on Friday. And that <sighs> game, oh, it's so good. I'm only, you know, a couple hours into it because, you know, I was on dad duty all weekend. But, you know, giving them some iPad time and turning it on as I could was just awesome. It's so, so cool looking, so clean. Um, animations are awesome. The probably the mocap and what they've done for like the the actual actors doing it, voice acting is great, and it's just I'm gonna probably pour so many hours into that game. It looks yeah, amazing. it looks crazy gorgeous. I I told Meg like I almost want to wait to get 
a PS five just for it. Like, I yeah. don't think I could do the PS four for that or, or like I was talking to Todd the other day about it too. Like I want to grab it so bad, but also I've got a stack of games as always here that I haven't touched. So maybe I'll just wait the year for the PC version to come out. Um, Cause I, I'm pretty sure my laptop could handle it, but. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I was just, I've been waiting for this one for a while and I had some Amazon money stashed away. So I kind of prioritized this one, jumped nice. it up to the top of the list. And so, I mean, I'll try to finish the book club book, but unfortunately, <laughs> you are forgiven. You have a valid. Yeah. Ex- yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's Grady Hendrix, though. Like, that is right. we just read one of his before, though, too. So, yeah, you know. settle down, Grady. <laughs> but I'm He's like, all right. All of the books to like skip in our book club. Like, <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to, once Shannon is done, like writing her questions, I'm going to try to burn through it and just kind of get it done. So, and then Todd, I don't know if you'll be happy about this, but I'm, I think almost caught up with Vox Machina. I burned through like the first six or seven episodes and it was, uh, it's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, Yeah. it's real good. And those last three episodes are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are all of them available now? Yeah, Yeah. they're all out. They released, okay, them in, they released them in bunches of three. Yeah. Okay. And there's 12 episodes total, I believe. Correct. Yeah. So Meg and I watched the the final three uh, this past Friday or Saturday or something. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Those final those final two, especially like mm-hmm. they they really tie the show together. <laughs> so, Todd, I wanted to ask you as a critical role expert here, are, are they basically like taking, you know, they're in like four hour campaigns when they do it live and like condensing those to like into an episode or something like that? Oh, or do- no, they're jumping, uh, they're jumping around a bit and they've skipped a bunch. So the, the, the first episode or two episodes, I, I can't remember uh, if the, the general, the dragon dies by the, the second episode or by the end of the first episode. But yeah. um, that is all pre-campaign stuff, stuff that happened in their home game before they went live. Oh, okay. And then everything after that is, um, bits and pieces from the first like 28 episodes oh wow okay so they 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 condensed the the particular store the briarwood arc Mm -hmm. um down and they actually had to prune a lot of it um there's differences in the way it it actually happened um and there's a character that had to literally be removed because he was kicked out of the cast and sort of banished i've heard about that story yeah oh wow yeah, there's a guy that was a bit of a dick, and he had like some mental and health issues. Um, he he was just a general overall asshole to the cast, and very creepy. He made some, like all the the cast, they're they're they've all been good friends forever, and they're comfortable with each with each other. They make sex and 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 all kinds of like crude humor with each other about each other and against each other. But that guy was kind of not as well integrated into the friend group as the rest of them and he made like the other the the female cast members feel uncomfortable with his jokes uh, and stuff and he he challenged matt on certain things and like matt is the ultimate authority he's the dm he's the the guy that's doing all the work behind this and you don't want to piss off your dm that's that's just yeah so mm-hmm. he he was he that character was excised from a lot of the arc um and again, it's like that. The story that we see takes place over about the first twenty-eight episode or twenty-eight episodes of the campaign, which is I don't know twenty-eight times four to five hours per. So, okay, 
cool but there's a lot of like arcs and mini arcs and, and stories that they can they can adapt for for the next seasons and it looks like they're actually adapting one of their more popular uh chroma concord arcs and because you oh well i won't say any more than that because you haven't seen yeah, the last yeah yeah and then yeah. the last thing I want to talk about, not really very nerd related, but has anyone here else watched Murderville on Netflix? I have not heard of that. No. What's yeah, that? Basically, it's starring Will Arnett as a, a detective and every episode, I think there's six of them has another like basically celebrity guest host, but they are not given any like script or clue of what's going on. And they have to ad lib with Will Arnett as he goes through and tries to solve these crimes. <laughs> and sounds just, it's really funny. Some, you know, people obviously do it a little bit better than others, but, you know, they are obviously put in these absurd situations and they have to ad lib through it all and improv and it's, it's really good. So if, if you get a chance and have a little bit of time, I highly recommend that one too. Nice. Let's just check that out. Improv's always that thing where it can go really, really great or really, really wrong. <laughs> exactly. Like, again, some characters do it so good. Like Conan O'Brien is one of the first ones. And oh, he does oh man, that's so amazing. And then without doing any spoilers, Ken Jong is the last one. But I was kind of <laughs> disappointed with his performance, honestly. Like he just oh. kept laughing and breaking character and just like doesn't really deliver like I thought he could and should. So, but overall, mm-hmm. it's still a fun, fun episode. It's a whole other skill set. There's there's actors, there's comedians who are great with with prepared lines, you know, and then there's some that can just they have that great ability to just throw shit out on the fly. But yeah, but not everybody. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. Um, Yeah, I listen to Conan's podcast and I'm obsessed with it because he's that his thing is just to riff forever until everybody in the room hates him (laughs) because he just he just can't stop. He just compulsively keeps the joke going. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Uh, Todd, what about you? What, what you watching, playing, doing what? Well, I binged Vox Machina. I'm still currently in my binge of Campaign 2 of Critical Role, which will last forever. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm about halfway through with that now. I think I'm uh, on episode 90-something. <laughs> uh, 90? <laughs> yeah, episode 90 of four-hour episodes. Uh so there's that and then uh for games crazy for uh you thought we were crazy for doing all the supernatural (laughs) (laughs) you might have us beat now (laughs) yeah i I think i do (laughs) uh and then games wise there's actually a uh wealth of games right now that i'm interested in and i've I've started playing um i'm i'm i think i'm gonna hold off on forbidden west even though i really fucking want to play it i only have a ps4 and I i don't really want to settle for the ps4 version of it so uh either maybe pick up a ps5 sometime next year or wait for the pc version of it and then uh right now two games that just got released last week uh, that i'm currently playing are uh total war warhammer 3 which is a big giant strategy game in the warhammer universe um I've been playing Total War Warhammer 2 for like the last four years or five years, however long it's been out. That's been like, when I'm not playing Dota, it's usually Total War Warhammer 2, but. Uh, Is it like an RTS sort of strategy? Yeah, game it's, okay. it's, it's a mix between RTS and strategy. Um, so you have the big campaign map where you build your settlements and you initiate diplomacy with other factions and all that good stuff on the, the big map. And then um, when you go into conflict, you go into a smaller localized map and you have your armies 
um, versus each other. And you don't construct units during the battle. So it's not the traditional RTS where you're constructing as you're fighting. You have these predetermined armies that you've made on the campaign map. And then you fight on the, the smaller maps. Okay. Uh, and then that's the real-time element of it. You have magic and monsters, and it's 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 the Warhammer Fantasy universe, not the 40k universe. Um, so it's 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 more in my style than the 40k universe. I know a majority of Total War or uh, Warhammer fans prefer and are familiar with the 40k universe uh, over the fantasy universe, but I like the fantasy side. It's uh, it's real fun and interesting, and it just rips off like. All of Tolkien, all of C.S. Lewis, mm -hmm. like it's like all of the classic fantasy tropes and genres are just completely ripped off into the 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 Warhammer fantasy universe. They were not original at all. In fact, the world map looks like a carbon copy of the real world map. <laughs> they, they even have like like the the faction in the e the factions in the east are called in for india Cathay is is uh china and all of that is like the 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 chinese dragon looking things and, and chinese inspired buildings and j the 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 fictional japan is called nippon and <laughs> in like the european area you have the empire which is just all germans you have <laughs> in like the south america area you have these aztec dinosaurs <laughs> and then yeah. of course uh on the american side of the content and it's dark elves the evil people yeah there you go yeah it's, yeah they just play like word salad a bit with all the countries and add a like ia at the end or iaan and whatever becomes like a fictional fantasy realm exactly yeah we Sounds were like they got real creative <laughs> pretty um, much yeah meg and i were watching um well that's Oh, sorry. Did you have anything else you were watching or playing or anything? Yeah, one other thing, uh, Lost Ark, um, which is a Korean MMO slash ARPG type type of game. It's real beautiful and pretty, and and the the graphics are great, and the uh, the combat feels good. But it's a Korean MMO ARPG, so it's fucking grindy as hell. <laughs> and it's a it's a cash grab. It's free to play, but like everything, there's like. Everywhere you look, there's a link to, oh, go buy something in the store, go buy something in the store. It's definitely like, it's definitely uh, trying to get every penny out of you it can. But luckily, you can play the whole game without spending any money, but it's just frustrating because, yeah, it's a good game. I'm, my my complaints about it are not on the gameplay side of things. My complaints about it are on the like, financials and microtransaction side of things so always that shit so pokemon yeah. go <laughs> yeah yeah kind of like pokemon go except times 20 oh god <laughs> wow. and i thought pokemon go was bad mm. no any like it's definitely got like mobile it, it definitely draws on like what mobile games do like Oh, if you want to level up super fast, you can buy this $10 bundle and level up super fast. Or if you want to have more inventory space, you can pay 10 bucks and have more inventory space. And then there's hundreds and hundreds of dollars of cosmetic stuff that you can buy in there. And like, it's, it's super microtransaction heavy, mm. but it's, a, it's a free to play MMO. So you can't really complain too hard that there's microtransactions in it because that's, that's how they survive. Mm. But Todd, you know, we've uh, covered many a time. I am very much a single player 
uh, gamer. I have never done any MMOs. However, I might finally, um, because I promised my friend Becky that I would try out Dauntless with her, which is the one out of the Epic Game Store. It's uh, looks wowish, like random fantasy, whatever, free to play. Um, but I guess that's her jam right now. And so we were just chatting about it the other day and she's a, she's, she just got a new job or she's going to get a new job in like a month or two. And she said her, her schedule is going to free up a lot. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. But she's, she warned me that it is very grindy. Um, she, uh, Oh, sorry. looks like a, like a monster hunter kind of clone. Maybe. Is that Becky with the good hair or whom? Yes, Becky with the good hair. <laughs> um, uh, one of my uh, author buddies from the, the Midwest who I met uh, when I was doing my whole book stuff. Nice. Um, but she's come out and visited Meg and I before. She's coming out again uh, this summer. Um, she's super rad. Um, but anyway, yeah, all big nerd in all fantasy realm stuff. She's a huge, huge uh, WoW gamer back in the day. And she said her, her husband always made fun of her because she enjoys the grind. Like she'll spend hours a day just, you know, doing whatever you do. And wow. To, crushed to bone belts. Rack up the gold. And she's like, mm -hmm. Oh, but then, then her husband came, always came crying to, if she could spare a coin for him because she just hoarded all this wealth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I saw the, the little trailer for it on the Epic game store. It looks fun. Yeah, it, uh, so what I'm reading here, it looks more like a uh, like a halfway between like a Monster Hunter and a uh, Dark Souls type game. So uh, you fight these giant monsters and hunt them down and all that kind of stuff, and you have your uh, just button mashing uh, fun, just killing these giant monsters with a party of four other three other people. So yeah, it looks kind of cool. Looks like a Meg game. There you go, smash big monster. <laughs> get gold mm -hmm. nice um when you were talking about the uh, when we were laughing about the uh generic fantasy shtick you know all the the fantasy world tropes and everything um meg and i this past week started up on the wheel of time show um which i'm very much enjoying it uh it was just funny when we first started it the very the very first episode right from the get-go it is so old school fantasy trope like of course there's a wizard going to find <laughs> some farm boy because he might become the chosen one like it's just so like blatantly obvious from like the first sentence like wow didn't, didn't so we time just, start in the, the 80s i think so probably yeah, yeah. it was so, a while ago so it makes sense. Like I, I could totally understand it because it is an old school fantasy story, but it's just so funny. Maybe because we've been seeing so much of it lately. Like we watched The Witcher. We've been watching like a bunch of fantasy stuff lately that it just sticks out like a sore thumb with how obvious it is. Like how like even even Vox Machina makes the, the joke at the beginning, the very beginning, the first scene that you see is that very traditional Lord of the Rings almost style party and yeah. they get fucking murdered uh, yeah that was great <laughs> but yeah so wheel of time starts out very similar it's like oh here's the sorceress she's on a quest 
to find this dude who might be the chosen one because a dark one is coming. Like, oh no, uh, somebody destroys the village. So now I have to go with you onto this journey. Like, yeah, we were just like, we were calling the shots as it was playing out. Oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Oh, that guy's important. <laughs> and we were just laughing. We, by the end of the first episode, I was like, okay, I'm enjoying it. Like I'm, I'm hooked on the world. Um, but it was just so, so, so on the nose. Like we had to pause in the middle to, you know, take a bathroom break. And we had to give uh, the rabbit meds and stuff. We sit down to go play the rest of the episode. And I'm just like, all right, let's watch Luke Skywalker become the fucking chosen one or whatever. And <laughs> hit plague. <laughs> let's watch Frodo, uh, you know, go deliver the ring. <laughs> but, but other than that, anyway, we're four or five episodes in now or something. Um, really good, really solid. Uh, Rosamund Pike is awesome. Um, uh, pretty much everybody's awesome. The, the one, I don't know if he's like the main character, but, um, Rand, who is, um, the, like the quintessential, like farm boy from the hills. Um, not Danny Rand, immortal, uh, the <laughs> defender of Conan, the immortal <laughs> no, Iron no. Fist. Kind of looks like that him though, just a pasty ass white boy. Well, actually, when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, he's that." There's like Anakin Skywalker, like Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker. And in the first episode, he's being such a little bitch. I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, he's acting like Anakin too, <laughs> <laughs> just whining about everything while everybody else is like getting to business." Uh, anyway, so it starts off very that, but it, it kicks off really good. Um, the story gets pretty intense pretty fast and um yeah i think we're enjoying it quite a bit um, i mean i've heard tell that people that have are huge fans of the books do not like the show <laughs> and people that love the show are ones that have not read the books um i've read the first book but i don't remember a whole lot from it because it's such a generic story so far <laughs> And I've read so many other fantasy novels since then that I kind of lost like the specifics of what the, sets this one apart mm -hmm. so much so that like I'm enjoying the show and I don't really remember too much from this from the books. So maybe that's why I like it so much. Yeah. I don't know. That's really good. And I think it's just a unique uh, like take, at least that I, I haven't seen before this particular flavor of like the the structure and the hierarchy of the world like uh there's these i don't know if you call them like wizard or sorceresses or what have you who are like the keepers of magic like in a in an old school medieval fantasy realm uh the women are actually held in high regard because they're these all-powerful keepers of magic and users of magic and uh like a queen on a chessboard situation huh yeah, kind of. And they're they're actually tasked with finding um, uh, other magic magic users and making sure that they don't you know go crazy, go crazy or fuck shit up. But men are actually incapable of holding the magic like they can. Some of them have the power to use it, but it likely will make them go insane. Like it's just like they can't handle it, which is weird. It's it's a really cool like dynamic they have it's going there it's a twist yeah um anyway yeah so wheel of time good stuff um oh we finally we went through all of uh inside job which is amazing inside job. andrew i thought i thought you told us about that one uh inside job 
Which one's that? It sounds so familiar. I can't uh, picture it. It's a cartoon on Netflix. Uh, it's like a X Files ish. Uh, oh it's yeah. It's about the the actual like deep state. Deep state. <laughs> like it yeah. was an actual like secret government agency that you know mm-hmm. is responsible for all the conspiracies and uh, the lizard people are real and all this stuff yeah. and they're they're keeping the world together or like trying to hold it together um yeah that's amazing that was um, a good one yeah uh what else what else what else well shit in the last two weeks we actually saw the book of boba fett finale of course yeah. mm-hmm. oh my god um peacemaker, peacemaker yes peacemaker Todd, did you finish it yet? I did finish it. I watched uh, the finale. Yes. Andrew, did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Good. Okay, good. Because hell <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, I mean, overall, everything amazing. But uh, the freaking Justice League cameo. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> Fuck you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, and I, I looked up articles about that. There was a James Gunn interview later where the interviewers were asking him like how did you did you have to like have talks with uh warner brothers at dc on what to do like because and he's like no i just basically wrote it and they said all right do what you're gonna do and he called up jason momoa himself and uh he was a little worried that he might be like kind of butthurt about the uh the fish fucking jokes but jason momoa (laughs) read it and he just he was dying laughing he's like hell yeah like tell me when to be there (laughs) yeah and then, uh, and then, same thing with um, Ezra Miller for the Flash. That was kind of like a little bonus, I think. I think Ezra Miller. They were working on some other project. I forget, I forget the exact things, but I think it was Ezra Miller actually reached out to him because he heard that they were going to be doing this little thing. He's like, "Yeah, like hell yeah, I'll, I'll do this too if you got room for me." So they filmed their little bits. Of course, Wonder Woman and Superman are just like. Uh, shadow mm-hmm. yeah, yeah silhouettes yeah but uh yeah oh damn it um but yeah i don't even know what else to say about the 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 finale is just amazing i'm glad <laughs> I, w- I was really worried that in true james gunn fashion and you know being a spinoff of the suicide squad a lot of people were going to eat it in this season finale and yeah. without doing too many spoilers i'm glad that you know the people who survived survived because a really good cast and i really want to see them do more in this yeah. universe so yep well, this yeah. is our podcast. Spoilers for Peacemaker season finale. Screw it. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have been really sad if Vigilante died. I was honest, like kind of on the fence there, but I'm so glad that he's still around. <laughs> yeah. Vigil- and uh, to be honest, I Vigilante's like my favorite like character in that show, and I don't mm. think it would be as strong of a show without him. No, he like, he makes it a show. I think you kind of need him because when we first meet Peacemaker. Um, Chris uh, in the Suicide Squad, he's just straight up murderous fuckhead. <laughs> and, and this this whole season of Peacemaker did an amazing job of showing you why he became that way with his mm-hmm. with Nazi because he has a literal Nazi for a dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. Not uh, a figurative yeah. Nazi, not a just mild Fox News watcher, but an actual fucking. Full Put on, on Grand Dragon Nazi. <laughs> so real quick, when we were watching the credits, the mm. 
thugs like the nazi thugs were oh, yeah. credited as like shithead nazi yeah nazi shithead <laughs> like skinhead douchebag like those were the character names <laughs> that's awesome that's great uh yeah um but yeah i think you know we get introduced to peacemaker like that in the suicide squad and he becomes kind of like a secondary villain of the piece so you know if they just left it at that that would have been fine but this whole now that this is his show he's headlining obviously there needs to be character growth so i think to show uh vigilante's character as you know he's he's well-meaning but he is just a straight-up sociopath (laughs) like (laughs) it kind of helps reflect you know that the other way that uh John Cena's character, Chris Peacemaker, could have gone like just being a hundred percent unapologetic about all the killing and everything. Uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, they did a good job of of keeping you on the fence of like, oh crap, it looks like everybody's gonna buy it. Freaking Steve Agee, <laughs> <laughs> like miraculously makes it out of you know the the barn, you know, drops the the freaking explosive helmet, but still makes it out of there. And then, oh crap, he's going to get stopped. Of course, they're going to murder him now. And then that amazing touching moment where he pours his guts out about actually having the dye job on his beard. Bad beard, yeah. <laughs> Which gives him such a tender moment. You're like, oh fuck, this, oh, it's gut-wrenching. And then he gets out of there, again, miraculously, only to stumble on the fence. <laughs> break his leg leg, like shatter his leg (laughs) the the way he's like what the fuck like (laughs) he's he's like he is us at home like like is this actually happening again what the fuck (laughs) oh my god so good i mean he fucking like destroyed a giant like what was it ape Oh, the gorilla, and yet a fence takes him down. Yeah, (laughs) you never know. Oh yeah. What do you guys think about the butterflies and their mission? Should he they have been stopped or? That is interesting how that went. Because they have they have good intentions, but their methodology is the big question. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. are they doing it in the right way? Like, I don't want to get brain bugged, but I also like I'm okay with our insect overlords if there's away <laughs> from catastrophe. There's no, there's no like neither choice was totally yeah. right or totally wrong. It's just ugh. Fucked <laughs> up either way. Yeah. He uh, and that's Peacemaker's journey. He he ended up he kind of made the wrong call, but for the right reasons for once to to that protect right. people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Or protect the people that he cares about anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad they were I'm glad this uh happens organically. There they initially James Gunn only set out to do the one season and hbo already wanted him to they were pushing for him to keep on going and make this a continuous series or at least a season two and it was actually james gunn that held out him and john cena because they they were telling the story they wanted to tell and they had to wait and decide and contemplate whether it would be worthwhile to keep going like it's if there is more story to tell you know worth telling like they wanted to they they didn't want to do it like just for the money or just for the sake of oh let's just keep going until we get canceled you know like most shows do it's like it was a very specific character story that he wanted to do 
and then decided like, well, okay, it's people like it enough. And we do have some ideas on how his journey could continue. So, so it wasn't until like a day or two before the finale aired. I think they said they confirmed season two. Oh, and then just real quick, going back to survivors, if anything happened to eagerly, I would have killed myself and everyone on this call. So (laughs) I'm glad you survived. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I want an eagle. Oh man, yeah, it's an eagle true... that can hug a person. I mean, come on, yeah, yeah. he's the true MVP of that series. That's true. Yeah. Well, except for taking the helmet to the freaking barn. <laughs> 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 goes up. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye. Uh, I mean, he is eagle, so I mean, yeah, you, you can know. only expect so much. <laughs> um. Uh, again, it's a bit of old news now, ancient history for the internet, but the Book of Boba Fett finale, mm-hmm. also very much enjoyed. Um, of course, the nerds were very, um, very mixed on their reviews because a lot of people don't enjoy the cuteness of Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> the, the I think Book of Boba Fett it. in general has, has split the Star Wars fan base. Like you either fucking loved it or you fucking hated it. There's no real in between. I'm for an the, like the, for the die for the diehard Star Wars fan base. Because okay, I was like, eh, it was fine. I enjoyed it for sure. Like I can see the the little bits of cuteness, you know, the hover Vespa gang and everything that that like irked people the wrong way. Even did for me a little bit. We had this conversation, but I really enjoyed the wrap up. Um, loved. Cad Bane, of course. Um, Rosario Dawson came out after the finale and she was like, uh, she was a bit bummed because she's like, I want Ahsoka to face off with Cad Bane someday. But as you and I discussed, Todd, that little hint that he's not dead. It was uh, Mm -hmm. as as soon as he gets gunned down or wait, no, he gets, that's right. uh, Boba stands away from him. Yeah. Boba stabbed him with the, um, Gaffy stick. Gaffy stick, yeah. But it, it pans away from him and you hear like this beeping coming off of his uh, like little chest equipment there. So a lot of people are speculating, oh, that's some sort of like indicator that he's still alive. Maybe, maybe no just hanging on. No one's dead unless you see them die in yeah. any show. No, it's no one's dead unless you see them die and then also be buried <laughs> or eaten. Or eaten, yeah. Or, or burned, burned, yeah. yeah. Disintegrated. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and as long as they're not a Jedi, because then they can come back as a force ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, They'll just change the actor on you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the whole the whole siege on uh, Moss Espo is great. The giant, I don't know what the term is for those. Scorpion droids, droids, I think they called them. Droids. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. The uh, <laughs> people equated it to uh, to King Kong, but the um, um, ranker, the ranker, yeah, uh, going going ape shit <laughs> and climbing up on the, everything, all uh, over. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, I loved um, uh, what's her name, the mechanic, Amy Sedaris. Amy I forget Sedaris. her character. Oh, yeah. Amy yeah. Sedaris. yeah, fantastic. Uh, her running go off. Faster, go <laughs> her, her running off with the um the the mayor's ex assistant or whatever <laughs> like major the, domo or whatever he called himself i forget yeah. what it was meg's nice yeah, yeah nice yeah she's like yeah they, they have some little cute back and forth and meg's like oh they're gonna hit it off 
absolutely yeah yeah no i enjoyed it it was i mean i'll give it a solid six or seven out of ten the entire series it was billed as this huge like this is boba fett's time boba fett's tale and then it became mando season two and a half yeah it became expanded star wars universe time yeah Yeah. it it, it was it was world building in before their next avengers basically I did like at the very oh, yeah. end they did a nice mashup of both his and Mando's themes. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a really cool sound. Yeah, as they uh, they finish off Boba Fett's story and um, him chatting with the other guys down on Mos Espa, and then they go back up to uh, space above where uh, Mando and Grogu are getting ready to to take off. Um, by the way, Todd. There's a fancy new Lego set that came out with his uh, with his new ship, his, his hot rod, his new mm-hmm. hot rod. <laughs> I, I've already been eyeing it. I've already been eyeballing it. I I I, I may have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't buy the Razor Crest because I thought it was uh, a little bit uh, on the lower end of like quality, but this one looks pretty good. All right. Yeah um yeah so predictions for the entire mando verse here's what i'm thinking season three which is going to be next uh they still have to deal with uh bo katan and uh and mando um is season three before ahsoka or doesn't ahsoka so. come out first i don't know i don't know but okay all right so mando season three Mando, Bo-Katan, they're going to be redeeming themselves with the Mandalorians. Uh, Darksaber is going to find its new rightful keeper because they still got that biz to sort out, kind of. Um, someone is going to be, between the two of them, I think someone is going to be declared like the new head of the Mandalorian tribe. So everyone, they've got their like full support of of the of Mandalore. And, and I think I recall them hinting in Book of Boba Fett during Mando's story that he can redeem himself in uh, in what was it the Lake Minnetonka? Yeah, the the lakes underneath the citadel or something. They mentioned really offhand, but like he has to go there to to redeem himself for removing his helmet or something okay, like that. Yeah. From so I think Kirikaka, I need TV for my bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's going to be all Mando season three. Meanwhile, whenever it drops, the Ahsoka series they're going to be bringing it back to star Wars rebels heavy. She's going to be going on her quest to find uh, Ezra from rebels who last we saw was missing with Thrawn. We already saw it. And when they introduced Ahsoka and, and Mando season two, she was name dropped. She named yeah. dropped. She was on the hunt for Thrawn um, reunite with, I think if I remember right, they already did cast uh, Sabine Ren. Yes. Yeah. So that's confirmed. So she's going to be back from rebels um maybe even introduced in a cameo in mando season three who knows um since they're dealing with all the mandalorian stuff so they're so in the ahsoka show they're gonna get close uh probably on the hunt she could, sabine could reclaim the dark saber could possibly yeah yeah there you go it's another player in the game mm-hmm. um but i think so they're not gonna get close enough to thrawn maybe he'll be revealed but it's not gonna be a final battle business yet that it's going to be like they might get close on the hunt and then there's a trap or something they'll have to deal with other other um maybe inquisitors 
um, yeah. the Sith Inquisitors, I bet. Maybe they'll be the big bads for, for that show. And then Mando season four, that's everyone comes together for Thrawn Endgame, Thrawn Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> Thrawn is dealt with, and that'll be that'll lead into the uh, the birth of the First Order. Because I think uh, I think I forget who. Um, uh, I don't know if it was Filoni or uh, or Favreau or somebody else at Lucasfilm, but I think they already kind of said that uh, they already confirmed that this whole Mando verse of shows does lead into the birth of the first order yeah well um they've already kind of hinted at it um there was a small hint in season two i think it was where um you when they go to the uh cloning facility on the uh the bounty hunter world Mm -hmm. um there's the theme of snoke playing very subtly in the back when they're looking into the like cloning vats that had the had uh, like failed experiments in them so mm. i don't remember i don't remember th- snoke's theme I'm yeah i don't remember it either but it was a it was an article i read that like mm. you can hear uh, snoke's theme and because cloning is how thrawn or uh, snoke is made and they they were searching for grogu's midi-chlorian filled the uh, dna for some reason mm. so interesting yeah i'll have to go back and i don't remember the uh, snoke's theme it was probably similar to the emperor's like yeah oh, 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 you know something mm-hmm. rian johnson's gonna throw me in the trash <laughs> uh anyway um trailers the the super bowl the the big game was yeah uh, you can't say you don't yeah. actually say that because they oh, yeah. have they have literal bots that scour the internet yeah and get sued for even saying the words mm-hmm. so stupid um <laughs> But the important thing that happened, well, apparently some halftime show that made every millennial explode, I guess. Um, <laughs> it was but, a pretty uh, good halftime show. Okay. I didn't watch any of it at all, but, uh, but a bunch of new trailers, of course, dropped. We got a full Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Dude, that, mm-hmm. whole, that whole trailer was madness. <laughs> it was. I literally wouldn't even fit, like follow what was happening. I was like, <laughs> this is too much visual stimulation right now there was a lot a lot <laughs> but uh, uh i believe the uh, internet sleuths of course broke it down like frame by frame and found every little easter egg possible um todd you were saying there was talks of supposedly there was hints in there that it connects to maybe some of the what if uh worlds uh, or dimensions that we saw yeah so captain carter is pretty much confirmed involved somehow um, because we do see Captain Carter's shield. Nice. Um, and there's like a brief frame or something in the the uh, the glass shattering of the the Captain Carter like animated what if world. Okay. Do you think we would actually get like an animated world that he steps into? <laughs> I don't think so. I think she'll come out of it and be like the live full action. live action. Also, yeah. That'd be right. Another Doctor Strange that's supposedly like the the from the what if the absorber Doctor Strange that sucked yeah. in. Yeah, I pointed him. That's out. the one. They they actually showed off multiple Stranges. There's at least I think four or five different variants. Oh, yeah. okay. Still hoping out as uh, still holding hope for Bruce Campbell. 
Yes. <laughs> from from the groovy strange verse. <laughs> yeah. There's there's uh, hints of a new Tony Stark in there because we get to see um, Ultron drones. Yeah. And these are the successful Ultron drones that come from the uh what is the 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 ultimate iron man i think it's called or something like that i I can't remember which version of iron man it is but it's essentially a version of iron man who doesn't fuck up ultron and Mm -hmm. does what ultron does what tony wanted to originally nice and uh he would be a member of the illuminati possibly and Mm -hmm. uh yeah so that's that's the one seemingly coherent bit of a scene that we do get in this trailer is uh strange is i think he's in cuffs or something or he's getting led by these ultron drones to some sort of council of some sort. comic fans are saying that this is the illuminati which are kind of like the wise men of the multiverse trying to keep things in order i guess isn't that well not no twa is just for that one timeline yeah yeah yeah, TVA. Um, the Illuminati are well. They're they're from the Prime. Uh, in the comics, they're from the Prime Marvel Universe, and they're essentially the group of, of superheroes and somewhat a couple of villains that are like just behind the scenes, like making sure that while there's squabbles here and there, there's no like extra planal or whatever. There's no like. universe ending world ending like events Uh like you can keep your petty squabbles you can keep your 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 fights between groups and whatever it's just these like five or six people are just there to make sure nothing universe shattering happens yeah Mm -hmm. all right and uh so yeah there's there's major hints that a version of tony stark is there and we hear a voice coming from somebody off camera who, I mean, it is absolutely unmistakably our beloved Patrick Stewart. Yes. So Professor Charles Xavier, uh, a version of him from this multiverse, appears to be part of this council. Yes. Yeah. Um, Patrick Stewart, somebody asked him about it online and he said some some can't ask anybody of course they can't reveal like anything they're under contract they can't say shit of course not yeah you have that marvel sniper red dot at your head but uh but then said, again alfred yeah. morlina like he's at the age where he didn't give a shit and patrick yeah. stewart, patrick stewart's fucking older than alfred molina <laughs> um he dodged it with something about how like oh yeah many people have been impersonating me for years uh, and blah okay. blah 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 uh, <laughs> so that, hell, that was tom it. hardy tom hardy played him oh god let's not talk about that i, I <laughs> no nemesis does not exist no oh, i forgot about that wow uh, that was tom hardy that yeah it doesn't even look like him he's all wow. young and like super thin like creepy thin yeah, right. super thin they put a bald cap on him it just yeah. didn't look right yeah honestly you know what he looks like he reminds me of that uh was it a, a russian singer who does that weird electric pop song <laughs> uh, that youtube clip <laughs> So, I'll show it to you later. <laughs> yeah. so Nemesis, Send that in chat or something. Yeah. Nemesis was the first Star Trek film I ever saw in theater. Oh, oh man. I feel oh. sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. 
first contact was mine and it was so good luckily. yes first I, I think i saw star trek five or star trek six in theaters when i was a real young and nice. all right um we uh, also got a, a trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. Mm-hmm. That movie looks like it's going to be four hours long based on that trailer. <laughs> like, I don't, oh my, I was just watching. I was like, how much are they going to put in this goddamn movie? I know, yeah. To me, two, two and a half hours at least. Yeah. It, yeah. it looks like generic Jurassic Park fun. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be huge moments and the storyline is going to be barely there. If, if like, <laughs> if it, if at all coherent. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of torn because I don't know where they can go from here, and you get a lot of diminishing returns with the whole dinosaur business, whatever. That said, I stupidly fanboy over uh, every moment with the original three, and I'm glad. That's that why I'm yeah. yeah, and I'm glad that they're not just a little cameo thing. They've made it very the the everybody involved in the production has been vocal about how they are very involved in this story. So you've got them and the, and the new cast all coming together. So. It'll be stupid fun. We'll love it. And it'll still be a garbage movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the first, well, okay. Jurassic park. That's, that's art. That, that's art. Yeah. It's uh, chef's kiss. Uh, two, uh, a, a lesser but still a Spielberg sequel. I still hold it near and dear. The third one I don't like to talk about. <laughs> there was a third one. Every essence. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Jurassic World trilogy as it is now, it's got more of a schlocky tone to it. It's still very fun and still has some very solid moments in it, but it's very it, much like schlock films at a, it, with a high budget. It suffers from the Force Awakens syndrome. It's That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> it's literally the same movie as Jurassic Park 1. Hits the same beats. It's just not as good. It just doesn't. It's for the next generation, basically. They're just moving it forward to yeah. you know, do another trilogy. Get more money out of it, probably. Money, money, money. Yeah. Uh, one that took me by surprise, uh, appropriately, Jordan Peele's Nope. Did mm-hmm. you catch that one? Oh, that I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the title is appropriate. Nope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meg and I were watching it, and the second the title card came up, we cracked up because yeah, that's ex- that's the perfect title for it. You see the it, so I guess it's aliens, like creepy ass aliens. You catch a glimpse of what looks like maybe a black hole opened up in the sky, tornado or something, ranch right? or something. Uh, the girl getting sucked up into it. And early on in the trailer, when the vibe just starts getting creepy, the horse just runs off. The horse noped the fuck out of there. <laughs> As he well should. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that one. That looks fun. I, I haven't seen any of his um, new Twilight Zone series. They're pretty uh, good. Yeah? Jen and I watch most of them. Okay. He even makes a cameo in, I think, at least one of them. But, you know, they're, they're an interesting take on it. It's not... It's definitely more modern almost black mirror ish to a certain degree but it's okay. they're good yeah I'll have to check it out yeah um there was also a, a new uh full trailer for taika's our flag means death for hbo did you see that oh i want to watch it i love riz darby like yeah. he's so good in flight of the concords and just everything else i've seen him in so. yeah it's a it's a, i'm excited for this because this is his first leading uh uh, show like this is so. like leading role he's always like the little side character the little comic relief but now he gets to be in the forefront yeah yeah i'm excited for that 
Oh man. <clears throat> uh, Andrew, you said there was a, there was another one for a star Wars game coming. Yeah. They uh, put out a trailer or cinematic or something for the newest, I forget the exact title, but the new, they're doing a new star Wars old Republic game. Ooh. And uh, yeah. it was two or three minutes long. It looks really cool. I think it takes place after the originals or something. I actually never played those, but this one looks very cool. Darth Bane is highlighted is as a character in it. So fighting another, you know, two Jedis. So it looks cool. We'll see what, what they do with it. So that's actually an expansion. Uh, the trailer that you saw was an expansion for uh, the older public MMO. Oh, I got okay. Okay. Yeah. So not the new, wasn't there also reports last year about a Knights of so the Old Republic? At the Video Game Awards, they, they announced the uh, new RPG for the, the Star Wars universe. It's actually a couple years out, so we probably won't see it for at least two, maybe three more years. There's actually been rumors uh, last couple of months of it being stuck in development hell and kind of being retooled a bit so it might be even longer before we get that but the cinematic trailer looked amazing it's uh it's basically in set in the high republic era so after old republic okay, okay. Um, it's it's in the new era that uh, star wars is exploring right now with its novels and comic books nice cool 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 uh let's see what else we got we had the trailer for the new lord of the rings show Oh, I haven't seen see that. that. Yeah. Yeah. The Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't really know anything um, in depth about the... Uh, so the, uh, the the Lord of the Rings books and, and the, uh, you know, the, the movie trilogy that we got, that is all the third age, correct? Yes. And uh, um, this new show is all in the second age when the rings were first created and given to the was it nine realms nine, and, nine like, mortal men we have the three elves and we have the seven dwarves okay so uh it it condenses so it in the in the similaron that doesn't all happen at the same time um it takes place over a couple hundred years or hundreds of years i think it is mm-hmm. but for narrative reasons they're condensing that all down and it's happening at basically the same time in this show you see young galadriel we see young uh um elrond uh there are characters that you have uh, that were mentioned in the books before um and in the lord of the rings movies um, like some of the, the it, it's basically the age of heroes, basically all the, the old elf and human heroes. Uh, this is the time where the men of Numenor are still around and, and found and uh, Sauron himself is not known necessarily as the, the big evil. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. I'm I'm into it. It 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 looks to be good. Um, so no, is there a release date on that yet, or no? Uh, September, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, it's and it's. Uh, I think it's got a full like twelve or more episode run, so it's like they're banking on this being their big. Amazon Studios is banking on this being their big franchise going forward, and then also. Uh, 
on top of that, we also had an announcement uh, that we're getting either an animated movie or TV show. I don't know. I think it might have been an animated movie, uh, The War of the Rohirrim. Yeah, I think that's an animated movie, actually. Yeah. yeah. And okay. which this is really this is really interesting, too, because uh, Philippa Boyan, I think is how you say her name, is actually producing this. And she was the executive producer alongside uh, um, Peter Jackson on the original Lord of the Rings trilogy films. Ooh. So cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So we got a lot of Lord of the Rings content coming up pretty soon. Did the actual story about Tolkien himself, did that, was that ever released and did that come out? Yeah, that came out like, so Mm -hmm. I think the original release was like right around the start of the pandemic Okay. and that kind of got pushed back, but it did eventually get released and there are positive reviews uh, about the movie itself, but a lot of people familiar with the Tolkien story say that the the movie is not very biographical. Oh, okay. Mm. Interesting. It, t- it takes a lot of liberties. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> over in the land of uh, Netflix, uh, Stranger Things, we got an official announcement. There's season four finally coming, um, but it's actually going to be released in two parts um, since they're, they basically said like we, since you've already been waiting so damn long, like we're going to release the first chunk of them. Uh, there's going to be a part one of season four uh, released first uh, on uh, May 27th this year. My birthday. Yay. And then uh, volume two <laughs> will release uh, five weeks later on July 1st. So there you go. And also uh, at the same time announced a fifth and final season. So they're going to cap it off with season five. So, so they did say spinoffs and or movies are not out of the question. Well, in of fact, course. I think, I think one, one or the other is already in development is the rumor. I remember back in the day when they first announced the show, I thought they were going to, they originally wanted like each series to be its own standalone story. I wonder if they'd ever move towards that direction of doing just, you know, like in the same universe or in the same vein, at least of just different characters, different overarching themes or, or whatnot. Yeah, that that definitely was their, their goal. They wanted to have it originally like stylized like a like a UK TV show where each series was a self or each season was a self-contained series. And once that story wrapped up, then they could move on to the next story, but it blew up so fucking huge yeah. that uh, they kind of had to change plans. You had to keep Makes telling sense. that story. Yeah. I'm glad they did. Cause uh, I mean, it, there's a reason why it was so popular mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know what else they could do in that same world because everything, all the events are so tied in with Eleven's backstory and the well, there's other, there's other experiments. There's, we saw like the girl from season three or season two was it? No, it was season three. There was the other experiment girl. Yeah. So there are other experiments that have escaped and we could potentially see their stories. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let's see. It wouldn't have the same charm as like the, the group of friends that, that have all grown up together now, but could be done. I think that's the trick when you have a group that works so well together 
Um, I mean, just like the shows we were talking about earlier, like a friends or a it's always sunny or something like there's the, when you get like a cast together or, or like a central core group of characters that just, for whatever reason they click so damn well, like it's, you could you know watch them forever. And it's hard to imagine like, how would they replace that with a new cast if, a, if they did like a Stranger Things anthology show or something? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, actually, jump ahead in my notes here. Um, I know I'm probably the only one who really cares uh, a lot about The Walking Dead anymore. <laughs> but I'm that the tales of The Walking Dead, the anthology show, there's been a bunch of casting headlines that have been coming out in the last two weeks, which are really perking up my interest. They, they pulled in Olivia Munn, uh, Daniela Pineda, our beloved Faye Valentine. Uh, Parker Posey, Terry Crews, Jillian Bell. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, like a lot oh. of good-looking people for the end of the fucking apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, gonna I mean, be a lot of people with like perfect hair and perfect makeup and the end of the fucking world. Yeah, and comedians like like Jillian Bell. <laughs> I I'm excited to see what they're gonna do with that. That'll be interesting. But, yeah. And uh, your 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 good friend uh, Rick Grimes was spotted hanging out with uh, oh Norman Reedus Norman Reedus in Atlanta this week. Mm-hmm. So wonder why? Yeah, they would they would have to bring him back somehow. That it would be. I mean, I know they've had those plans forever about his own like spinoff movies or something, but it would just make no sense to not bring him back for the finale somehow. I don't know. We'll see. When is that ending? It's like they had, do they have a final date and everything is the end of this season? Um, yeah. So this final season is going to be over the course of the next two years. So oh. like extra. Yeah, they're going to drag it out as long as they can possibly. Um, yeah. So I think it's like by end of next year, it'll be completely done. I think okay. something like that. Anyway. Um, Oh, uh, in the Marvel Defenders world, FYI, for anybody who wants to watch those before they leave Netflix, the, all the the Marvel Netflix shows, so the Defenders, um, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, um, all of that. It's uh, they're all they all get removed on March first. And last I saw in the headlines, they haven't announced where they'll be home next. I mean, I'd assume Disney Plus, but it's a lot more likely going to be Hulu. Yeah, because I guess Hulu. It's I mean, because Disney Plus, they're keeping that more like the all ages content. I guess. Yeah, the though Mandalorian has some like PG thirteen almost R moments in it, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they're they're trying to keep the more adult oriented stuff on Hulu, and then the all ages stuff on disney plus yeah all right um and speaking of that uh that whole world i i've still been avoiding spoilers as much as possible because i still have not seen spider-man no way home <laughs> but uh i know i know it's killing me it's killing it's me. so good it's, it's i think about it every now and then and just how much i want to watch it again it's, it's so killing me but there was a, a there was a cool little snippet of an interview with uh charlie cox and um, just just gushing about how happy he was to come back as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. 
And similar to what uh, uh, Tom Hiddleston was talking about, uh, how he was talking about coming back as Loki when they did the Loki series, um, Charlie Cox, same sentiments, basically like, I'll play this as long as they let me. Like, mm-hmm. I, like he's, he's like, I want to keep playing this character until people say, you're too old to play this character. And I still <laughs> want to play him. So that was cool. And he's like, I want to do, like, he's like, I don't want to be greedy and jinx it, but I want to do, like, now that I'm in the official MCU, like, bring on the crossovers. Like, put me with this guy, put me with this person. Like, uh, let's do it all. <laughs> so, so that's cool. Um, I'm sure they probably have revealed some plans to him so far but i'm sure he can't say a damn thing about it um i know there's been rumors for a long time that uh he would appear in she hulk um because she's also a lawyer uh, well not but- just that she's a she's a lawyer and she interacts with him frequently but her partner is in in a lot is jessica jones so oh. she she works hand in hand with jessica jones a lot perfect way to start bringing those characters back in yeah 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 awesome that's cool i like jessica Jones. i like Kristen ritter did an awesome job i hope they i hope that i hope they bring back three of the four actors that played the the primary characters (laughs) indeed well (laughs) for uh colleen wing I, I said primary actors. I, I I I think all of the supporting cast, actually, four of the five primary characters. Bring that uh, entire universe minus Danny Rand. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like all of the supporting characters, all of the main characters, except Danny Rand, and oh. also except the fight choreographer that fucking worked on Defenders and <laughs> Iron Fist. Uh, well, now. Speaking of, okay, so you were, people were, were thinking, oh, the Marvel Defenders shows will probably go to Hulu because it's more adult content. But there was also um, uh, talks with Oscar Isaac and Kevin Feige this past week about Moon That's Knight. True. They were gushing about Moon Knight and Kevin Feige was promising, like, this show gets uh, darker than we have gone yet. Like, there are scenes with, uh, um, you know, Oscar Isaac's character where he is the character is pretty brutal, and so they're they're promising a very uh, extreme content for the for the Marvel world. So I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, and then we we are definitely getting Blade, so that's that's mm-hmm. also happening. Yep. So that'll that will not be at at lowest that'll be PG thirteen. So yeah, sure. All right. Um, let's see what else we got. Any uh, other trailers or anything we didn't talk about? I don't know. Uh, well, bringing back, bringing back the nostalgia, the show that will never die, <laughs> Futurama, is getting revived at Hulu. Now, this sparked insanity online because. Uh, I think it was Deadline that uh, that announced it first, and they kind of jumped the gun, saying that uh, Futurama is being revived at Hulu with most of the original cast. John DiMaggio not returning as Bender, and he would be recast. To which you know the internet exploded. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, but uh, I think eventually DiMaggio did come out and say, like, you know, this is like 
negotiations are happening, like relax. <laughs> but he took his sweet time in doing that at the first part. I think he was using his, uh, his, the, the fans with the pitchforks there and the power of the internet, because he was retweeting. He didn't make any like official announcement. He just retweeted for several hours, like, uh, fans outcrying saying like, you know, it's, we're not having it without, you know, without our bender and DiMaggio or nothing and on and on and on and on. <laughs> yeah. But, there uh, still hasn't been a deal yet. And DiMaggio has been like still retweeting and tweeting stuff about, like you need to pay your voice actors better mm -hmm. and like comparable wages. So there's still a possibility he might not come back for it. I wonder. I can't imagine. I uh, mean, if if he takes a hardline stance, uh, yeah. and I understand it because companies are still paying voice actors pennies on the dollars for these shows. These shows are super cheap to make. And they make mm. tons of fucking money in ad and in merchandise revenue. So, yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Get them. Get there was dollars. there was a whole there was a whole strike uh, two years ago with video game voice voice actors over the same shit. Mm -hmm. It's like they don't pay their their voice actors. Yeah. Well, uh, Netflix must be paying him okay because he's uh, he's back for uh, Disenchantment um, part. Four, I think they're on now, which uh, Megan and I started watching this past week. Oh, that uh, premiered already? Oh, wow. It's like the third just came out. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, it's been a while. But uh, yeah, yeah while. They, just, they just put out the. <laughs> yeah, they just uh, came out with the. Yeah, I believe it's part four. Yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying okay. it. It's a, uh, it's got kind of a Futurama feel to it, like more of the sentimental Futurama episodes when they, when their later seasons, like they, it's not always like laugh out loud funny. It's, it's just they because they're telling this long form story, this whole medieval fantasy story, and it's like there's still definitely funny bits to it. It's just like a, a silly medieval fantasy story, but right. not like just like slapstick every five seconds or something i don't know i like it i like it i watched shannon and i watched the first season and it was enjoyable but i don't know it wasn't anything that i'm like clamoring for more of you know like i thought it was good but just didn't have the same genesis quas like the simpsons or futurama or or whatnot so yeah i'll probably watch it eventually yeah. i think it's, it's matt's attempt at doing like a self-contained like straight story like because yeah. futurama and simpsons they're all like episode of the day there's no i mean there are a few major overarching stories in in futurama mm -hmm. but like simpsons is just straight up like the continuity does not fucking matter episode to episode they could do whatever the fuck they want mm -hmm. but in this continuity there's callbacks there's there's all kinds of things that go over like from episode to episode like there's callbacks back into season one from season three so which was annoying because they take so long to come out i'm like shit what is that again wouldn't we meet this guy well, between <laughs> season one and season two it was a while and season two to season three it was a while but season three to four i think that was less than six months so we actually okay. yeah my brain is fried just from watching way too many shows. Well, that and the last three years have all been one fucking long ass year. <laughs> Time is no longer a thing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, well, um, 
more old stuff coming back. It's weird to call them old now, but it's been a while. JJ Abrams and Paramount officially announced that a fourth JJ verse Star Trek movie is actually happening. Um, So they're bringing back. Yeah. The, uh, the Kelvin verse crew. It's not just been a while. It's been a fucking long time. It's It's been nine years. The first one, first one was Oh nine. I'm saying since the last sequel was uh, that was the Con the- one, right? Was the last one? No, that was the one that was uh, uh, into dark into darkness with, with Con. That was 2013. Star Trek okay. Beyond was the last one, 2016. Oh, oh. okay, yeah. Beyond was the the, sec- the third movie. Yeah. So six. So, so yeah. So it's been six years. Okay. But, yeah, six years. Yeah, but yeah, they're originally they were trying to there was. Reports for a long time that they were wanting to do a time travel one where they bring back Chris Hemsworth um, as Daddy Kirk. And Mm. then that all fell through for whatever reasons, multitude of reasons. There's been insane, everything you can think of. There's uh, Tarantino at some point was supposedly going to do a film with the with the Kelvin verse crew. And I I don't know. That was more of a, like, we'd really love this to happen, but it's never going to happen type thing. That like, that was bonkers. That was the, the level of, that reminded me when there was the big Sony leaks uh, back you know, several years ago and all sorts of, like, harassment and ill will shit and bad emails and everything from the Sony execs got spilled out into the open air, but also weird random movie plans, including a supposed uh, team up or crossover with men in black and uh, uh, Channing Tatum and, uh, and uh, uh, 21 jump street. Yeah. The 21, 21 jump street remake. Yep. Yeah. Like seriously, but apparently that was actually a thing that I would have watched that happened. <laughs> I would have watched the hell out of that. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh man, God. those would be hilarious. Yeah, so that was the level of like what the fuckery what I heard about Quentin Tarantino <laughs> doing a Star Trek, uh, but but apparently that almost was a thing. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah I'm glad I, I'd like to see them do one more. It's going to be sad, of course, um, a little bit with uh, that Anton Yeltsin, but. Mm. I wonder how they'll uh, they'll write him off there, but anyway, we'll see what happens. It'll be it'll be fun to, to see a movie form Star Trek again. Just my my only like request, and this is very serious. Can we stop fucking blowing up the Enterprise, please? <laughs> Can we stop destroying the Enterprise in every fucking one of these? Mm. but then you won't have that new enterprise smell the next time yeah you always gotta have no. the new smell i mean <laughs> we've gone through three different enterprises at this point and it's Has only it been, been three new? movies wow. it gets it gets completely destroyed in each one of the movies yep. which was it first contact or were they detached yeah that was first contact well are you talking about when they lose no. the the enterprise d that's generations Generations was D. Generations oh. was D when yeah when they crash land the shuttle section. Yeah. Oh, Enter- yeah, it was yeah. So there was Generations was the first next gen movie, and then First Contact. That's when you uh, get Enterprise when, E. When the Borg, yeah, when the Borg invade Enterprise E, and they do set off the self destruct 
uh, and they don't go through with it, of course. Thankfully, they don't have to. But there's a line from Picard on the bridge after they set the self-destruct. He's like, so much for the Enterprise E. We barely knew her. And I always mm. think about that now. Every time there's a new Star Trek movie, they blow up the fucking Enterprise again. <laughs> <laughs> like we barely knew any of them. <laughs> line must be drawn here. No farther. God, it's so good. Oh, oh yeah. you know what? I take that I, I, Generations was my first Star Trek movie. I loved seeing Shatner and Picard and all of them together. So, yeah, that yeah. was good. That was a great one. I know I know that one gets mixed reviews, but I, I love Generations. Yeah. That was that was one of my favorite movies. And it, it it also has one of my favorite versions of the Enterprise. I love the Enterprise B, the uh the Excelsior class Enterprise. I love the uh, Excelsior class was my my favorite uh, of the old Star Trek ships. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Todd, why don't you uh, spill on the next bit of news here? Because I know you're excited for this. Yeah. I think I'm looking at the exact same note that you're looking at. Mm -hmm. So one of Tony and my favorite franchises right now in video game worlds is uh, fallout. And we all know there is a Fallout TV series uh, in the works right now from the same people that brought us Westworld. Um, We have gotten our first major casting news out of it. The lead cast is going to be Walton Goggins. Awesome. Yes. Yes. He is fucking amazing in anything he does. And he works in a lot of genre TV. So I think this casting is fucking perfect. If you need, uh, he's he's in there kind of like a kind of he's, like a Oliphant. Like uh, if you need uh, some grizzly kind of uh, westerny, southern slash westerny character. Yeah, to to start some shit, uh, you call and, in you call in Timothy Oliphant if you need the pretty face. Uh, pretty face, he, good guy for Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. And then the bad guy that he faces off with, you, you call in Walton Goggins. <laughs> yeah, because he can play a convincing psychopath. <laughs> like, did you just lose power? No, just the lights are on the timer. Hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, like one of my favorite to this day, one of my favorite sh- uh, series is, is The Shield. Not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The S.H.I.E.L.D. It's uh, an FX drama around the same era of time that Nip Tuck came out. I know you're a fan of Nip Tuck, uh, yeah. Tony and Meg. Mm-hmm. Uh, but The S.H.I.E.L.D. is actually what started that that era of television where mm-hmm. it's like on network television. Well, it was still cable television, but it was considered network-ish, network adjacent because it was on FX. Um, they wanted to show like brutal, gritty crime dramas and mm. the shield was just the crescendo of that genre at the time mm. it was fucking perfect and also, uh, good sorry walton goggins was one of the 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 primary cast the main characters he's one of the four members of uh, the shield strike team and his portrayal of shane on that show was just fucking amazing no, I mean, just going back to uh, the comparison with him and Timothy Oliphant, like Justified, if you haven't seen Justified, his role in that was amazing. The play off each other that those two characters have is phenomenal. And I think like that's one of the best roles I've seen him in was in that right. series. Yeah. 
justifieds on my list to get around to i've always it's always been highly recommended i just haven't taken the time but yeah mm. for sure um yeah i'm excited for that i mean i already already excited for the fallout tv series because we've been wishing that uh to come into existence forever and now walton goggins i i sent todd sent me that texted me that uh headline and i texted him back the uh uh leo from um django unchained like you <laughs> you had my what was it? You had, you my, had my interest, now but now you have, you have my, my attention. Yep. <laughs> um, do yeah. we? What do you know? What that's going to be on? Did I hear that was an Amazon show yes. or Amazon, was Amazon show? Yeah, cool. And then I got excited. Uh, similar lines, um, video game okay. adaptations over in the but Netflix. Quick, quick note before you go, I'm oh. just looking over Walton Goggins' like early IMDb career. Mm-hmm. He was in the next Karate Kid. <laughs> oh, he was the wow. bad guy, right? Yeah. Yep. Wow. And he was uh, he was in an episode of Jag. <laughs> he was in uh, CSI as like a random yeah. killer. He's been in a bunch of weird random B-roll stuff until he finally got. I think it was like either the Shield, like you said, or Justified that really put him into to show what he can do. And ever since then, luckily, he's had a lot of better opportunities to really showcase his, uh, his talent yeah his first major role was the shield so okay. i think if you're a working actor of that era you you had a jag episode nobody's ever <laughs> actually nobody's ever actually seen jag <laughs> but everybody's been in a jag episode hey my best yeah. friend's grandma saw every episode of jag okay so i watched a lot of that. jag with my dad so uh that's that's a dad show for sure <laughs> um it, it, it spawned uh, the wonderful world that is NCIS. As soon as I became a dad, the the whole DVD set just appeared on my shelf. I don't know how <laughs> or where it was just there, <laughs> just appeared, just manifested. Was, I came home from the hospital and it was like still in its wrapping, and everything. I was like, "Wow, yeah, they just deliver this, huh?" Yeah, you suddenly have the urge to watch every military TV show there ever was. Uh, I mean, you get lazy. Yeah, lazy boy with a built-in like beer uh, little coaster thing, and <laughs> you start wearing a little like Pennzoil hat. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, okay. All right. Another video game franchise being adapted, which I'm excited if they if they do it well. It's like please do it well. Netflix is partnering with 2K Games and Take Two Interactive mm-hmm. on an adaptation of Bioshock. A Bioshock movie on Netflix is in the works. Um, I, I just hope they they keep its edge because that the uh, I think it was Universal originally was trying to develop a a Bioshock movie back when uh, Gore Verbinski um, had massive success with the uh, the original Pirates movies, the Pirates Caribbean uh, oh. trilogy, and he was a hot commodity. And they started talking to him about Bioshock because he was a massive Bioshock fan. Uh, but he demanded, like, this has to be an R-rated feature. Like, this is a very intense adult story, and you got to do it right. <laughs> and uh, they wanted to push it to kids like and families. Like, no, it's, it's a video game. It's got to be PG-13. And he walked. He was like, no, we do it my way or no way. And he, he stuck to his guns and left. So yeah. it never, never happened. Yeah, yeah, I don't think... 
I don't think studio executives have realized that uh, there are mature video games yet. I think they're still in the the boomer mindset that video games are for the the, the thirteen to twenty crowd for kids. Yeah. Games are for kids. Yeah, a lot of them have now. They're um, well. I mean, we're, we're getting, getting to the age where studio executives are our age. Which, yeah, that that kind of hurts a little bit. Noting, <laughs> knowing that uh, people that are now starting to make decisions at the top levels of certain industries are our age, but yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, we yeah, we are getting to that point. Thing. Yeah, we're getting more mature adaptations. We're getting the Witch. Well, I mean, I guess the Witcher is book adaptations, really. First and yeah. foremost, um, the. Um, uh the the tomb raider um the new tomb raider movie it i don't think it did exceptionally well at the box office but it did well enough that they're still planning the sequel uh, it just got delayed for covid um, i thought there was already a sequel were there two of those or am i thinking of the video games uh so uh, well there's the original two tomb raider movies with angelina jolie way back in the day but they no, no, did. I mean, like, of the newer Alicia Vandercar, there was just one of those? There's just one, and oh. they they greenlit a sequel pretty quickly, and then it just kind of disappeared into the ether, and COVID happened, and there was delays. But I saw an interview with her, um, uh, Alicia Vandercar? Yeah. Vikander. Vikander, thank you, yeah. Uh, just a couple months ago, and she said it's still in the works. They just really just said they were delayed for COVID. It's really but knocked everything off the rails. Okay. Um, but as far as I, I've heard, yeah, it hasn't been canceled. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Bioshock happens. Interesting. Um, Tony, did you ever see, uh, was it Ex Machina with her in it? Yes. Her and yeah. uh, Oscar Isaac is a creepy, yeah, yeah her creator. What's his face also from Star Wars who played the weird little Imperial captain? Oh, right. Dom Hall uh, Gleason. Dom Hall Gleason. Yeah. Yeah. I was very impressed with that. I thought that was a way more interesting movie than it was going to be, just on like existentialism and what mm-hmm. it takes, like what is consciousness. So, yeah, that was yeah. a cool little artsy one. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking on that same line, uh, subject matter and artsy sci fi. <laughs> next headline i got there's a, a blade runner live action series in the works interesting yeah again at amazon blade runner 2099 so the first first blade runner movie took place in 2019 <laughs> which is funny <laughs> 2019 future los angeles when the future was gonna be new and amazing yeah, yeah. and then we got uh, the the sequel the uh, blade runner 2049 which was mm-hmm. fantastic as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I need to rewatch that. It was so good. I need really to watch good. That. Yeah. Such a freaking pretty movie. That's yeah, if anything the- can be said for Dennis. Yeah. He makes really pretty movies. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a movie you put on a giant TV and just watch in the background just for how pretty it is. Mm. Yeah. I need to go buy that 90 inch at Costco yes. just to play that. <laughs> did you ever see Dune, Tony or Todd? Did you guys ever see that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think oh. we talked about it with you on the, the podcast. Did we? Probably. Yeah. I think you're okay. Yeah. 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 When is part two coming out? Well, we don't know yet because it didn't get greenlit until the first one officially came out. Like it got yeah, greenlit pretty fast. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. But yeah, so uh, Blade Runner 2099 in the works at Amazon. Um, and I believe they even said uh, Ridley Scott would be returning. I don't know if just in like a producing fashion or actually directing episodes. Okay. That'll be I interesting. Hope. Yeah. Yep, yep. One one bit of news that has me really excited, jumping back to the Star Wars real quick. Uh, I don't know if we talked, uh, I don't think we mentioned this, but uh, mm. Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming out real soon. Yes. Uh, and yes. Uh, one bit of news that we had in the last couple of days is John Williams officially returned to the Star Wars universe to uh, work on uh, Kenobi. The, the main theme and the score. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he he said he was retired after the last one, but no, he came out of retirement for this one. That's awesome. Hanging in there. That's yeah. like when you know Stephen King says he's retiring, he's not going to write anymore, and then next year two more books come out. Dude, Stephen <laughs> King's like sneezes, and he's got ten pages written in a new book. <laughs> Son of a I, love, I love that bit on Family Guy. I got a book about a, a haunted lamp. Uh, <laughs> when can you have it for me? By. <laughs> great uh yeah yeah that's awesome and they did announce the uh, premiere date which will be may 25th which is which is in fact the 45th anniversary of the original star wars going to theaters yep oh cool yeah man my birthday weekend's gonna be real real full yeah obi-wan got stranger things all of my favorite things these are a few of my favorite, favorite things. things. <laughs> These are a few of my stranger things. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, I in other news, uh, music now. <laughs> um, I haven't watched any of it, but the Halo TV show is already renewed for a season two. Or hasn't even premiered yet? No, it's it hasn't premiered out. No. Okay, yeah. So they got an early season two. I guess that's, that's an easy. That's an easy win for them. I mean, the show doesn't even have to be like super good for it to be popular yeah. like just a video game show where shit blows up and gets shot there's pretty people to look at like you're you're that's a golden opportunity right there enough references to the original for nostalgia and for people to know what it's about and be like oh i remember that or whatnot like that'll be yeah like that'll be enough All right. cool uh, another detail I think we saw I saw this past week. I I mean we talked about um, the the trailer for the show for the Halo TV show uh, I think last time because of the whole business with uh, Nerd Rage over Cortana redesign and all that. Um, but I think what we didn't touch on or didn't realize at the time, at least I didn't. Uh, that's actually the same actress um, from the game. Yeah, the voice oh. actress. Yeah, so that's cool. That's- Instead of recasting, they just give it the same. Yeah. yeah um random one for the uh for the sony side of the marvel universe russell crowe is joining uh marvel sony sony slash marvel's craven the hunter movie so that's happening i'm okay with that yeah i wonder no never mind i was gonna say that doesn't tie into his role as a dr jekyll and mr hyde at all but no that's a whole nother thing probably Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde? Yeah, for the wonderful, much reviled uh, Tom Cruise mummy that came out uh, forever ago. <laughs> of course, you don't know it because no one watched that movie. But yeah, I believe 
he uh, he portrayed a Dr. Jekyll slash Mr. Hyde character. And when you said Morbius, it just, you know, being a vampire made me think of that whole kind of mythos. But I doubt he would be reprising any sort of role for that. Now that mummy, that mummy film, that wasn't connected to the 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 Universal Monsters attempt at a like shared universe thing, is it? Yeah, it was, it was supposed oh, to it be. Was? Yeah, yeah, they were trying to create that whole world, and it just totally tanked. Well, yeah. I mean, when that when your flagship is a Tom Cruise movie that sucks ass, then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you call it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tom Cruise, um, Mission Impossible Seven. I believe is finally in the can, ready to go whenever okay. they decide to release it. They're um, already filming eight now, correct? Yeah, I believe really? so. And they, um, no, actually, I think I saw an update that uh, they were initially, they were going to film them back to back. They were going to get started on eight right away, but he actually has been diverted for, he's got to do press junkets and stuff for Top Gun, which is also finally coming out. Um, but then they'll pick up in a few months. I think they're going to get started on eight. But uh, there, we're also solidifying that uh, that will be the final, the final mission, at least for Tom Cruise. Um, yeah, the toughest gun, if you will. Toughest gun. <laughs> yeah, he'll be done as as Ethan, but I definitely foresee the franchise continuing. Like it's it's a big huge franchise. They'll Star Wars it and introduce a new cast. Yeah. It's a shame that they've already wasted Henry Caviezel, or not Henry Caviezel, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Caviezel. Whole different can of fucking worms with that one. <laughs> Jim Henry Caviezel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, oh, th- I had a random um, note on here. That's another thing that we watched in the t- past week. I forgot. We watched a few movies. Um caught up on that uh joe bob valentine special um at least half of it and saw this terrible movie you only need to see once um black roses so yeah isn't isn't that all of the the films that are featured on joe bob's drive-in most of them aren't that great yeah (laughs) some (laughs) are good some are good uh it was this weird like uh like metal 1980 i want to say it was like 84 or something and it was it's just dumb um but anyway um the other thing we watched which just uh got released on hulu and missed it in the theaters uh guillermo de toro's nightmare alley um which looked really interesting we watched it it was good um unlike guillermo de toro's other stuff this was not like a creature feature or fantasy in any way it was um i mean kind of fantastical ish but um like 1930s 40s noir uh, almost right. sort of like a character study or something right I watched yeah yeah very sure. much so character study of uh bradley cooper's character um who um I, I, it's hard to say anything without giving it away but i would definitely recommend watching it it's a good it's a little bit of a long-winded drama but it's a good intriguing one and it's beautifully shot and um and uh, i guess the uh, oscars are coming up and it's nominated for freaking everything <laughs> so so yeah, I would definitely recommend that one. I have to get, since we're not going to the theaters every time something interesting is being released, I have to jot it down on my list of like, okay, gotta wait, find out when that's streaming. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm looking at the same thing for the Northmen that's coming out. That looks oh. so fucking interesting and good. And Northmen? Yes. Not familiar with it. Check out the trailer. It's got uh, it's got your girl Anna Taylor Joy in it. 
one of the stars guards is in it too yes yeah it looks it's it's medieval norse magic and sorcery and and vikings and all that good stuff and it looks fucking awesome and i am going to hate to have to wait for fucking six months after it comes out to to watch it on streaming add it to the list yeah Uh, steve rogers list (laughs) uh and a couple random last bits of news here i guess this was another weird little super bowl trailer or just like a 15 second tease that apparently the delorean is coming back (laughs) uh in an electric car so new and improved yeah not the original uh delorean company because that completely like folded crashed and burned but dissolved uh, tax issues all kinds of yeah some other documentary yeah, some other company like in Texas purchased a DeLorean motor company name and now they're releasing their own version of the DeLorean, which is pretty much a spitting image of the old one. So to every nerd's delight, but in a fancy new electric car. So how many gig- gig- gigawatts is it going to be, though? That's the question. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. There's like no... Um, real information for it online or anything they just released that super bowl ad and everybody's like scratching their heads like what the hell <laughs> but yeah i guess keep an eye on it for that um it's a it's going to be a luxury car it's going to release uh sometime this year there's no price tag on it though so good luck getting one one million dollars <laughs> uh i do have to uh Bring the place down for a second and uh, say goodbye to Ivan Reitman. Yeah, I know, right? He passed this uh, past week. Uh, I mean, he was 75, but uh, yeah, beloved director of countless comedies in the 80s, oh Ghostbusters, Stripes, Animal House. I mean, you name it with that whole gang. Mm-hmm. Um, and um Continued on as producer in the in the newer Ghostbusters films too, and I think there was actually <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, he also directed. He also did uh, Twins back in the day with Dan DeVito <laughs> and Schwarzenegger. And there were rumors in the last couple years that they were trying to put together a sequel to that, like triplets. I think that's actually happening. I don't think it's rumored. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, in fact, it was a thing. He was actually going to come back and direct that as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know if anybody will take over now or if that project's just dead. But, uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, his family uh, confirmed to Associated Press, um, I think it was last Saturday, um, that, I mean, he went peacefully in his sleep and just didn't wake up. But uh, yeah, so toast to Ivan Reitman. He's a, that's a cinematic legend right there. Indeed. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, this is completely weird and random. Uh, last podcast, just two weeks ago, I know it was like ages, but I remember us at some point talking about like cheesy 90s shows. And uh, we brought up one of Meg's favorites that she introduced to me when we first started dating, Early Edition, where uh, it was a... Uh, David Kyle... Spade, right? No, no, no. It was uh, Kyle Chandler. Um 
who, I mean, he's been a dad in a bunch of things now. He was, I think he was in Friday Night Lights. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. You look up, you see his face like, oh, that guy. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this was a, a cheesy like late 90s show or mid to late 90s on CBS where he uh, somehow like some mysterious person delivers the morning paper to his apartment every day. Uh, but it's tomorrow's paper. So mm-hmm. he sees the news of tomorrow and then he realizes, oh, I can stop like tragedies from happening or something like I can pull that lady away from the bus before she gets hit because that's the article he sees, you know, things like that. Um, completely random, forgettable, like 90s show. And a day after we are randomly talking about it, about it last podcast, I see a headline on deadline that early edition is getting a reboot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> on <Wow>. CBS. <laughs> Hollywood is really fucking running out of ideas. Just kind of scraping the bottle of the back. I mean, what's going to be next? Like two guys, a girl in a pizza place? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get another one of those. We're going to get a. What was the, the, the 90s? What was the 90s kids show with the, the girl that had superpowers and talked Alex to her dad? No, no. She talked to her dad. She could stop time for like a few seconds at a time. And she talked to her dad through this weird, like (sighs) triangle or pyramid, like crystal thing. What was the name of that? Out of this world. Out of this world. That's the next one. They're going to fucking reboot. That was, uh, that was 87. Jesus Christ. Small wonder is what they need to do. Let's do a small wonder guys. (laughs) I, I actually have a personal connection to that that show. My out of this world. Oh, my my sister's first husband actually worked on that show as a as an assistant oh, as a PA. Man. Nice. That is so funny. I mean, he was a straight up asshole, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember the stories and and seeing that and like he had some of the memorabilia and like cast jackets and all that good stuff. Yeah. That's one of those shows that is like buried deep, deep in my memories. And I haven't thought about it in ages. Like I'll maybe think about it once every 10 years and go, did I, was that just a fever dream or did that actually happen? And then I'll hear that theme song in my head. Would you like to swing on a star? Whoa, oh, oh God. Terrible 80s rendition of that. Oh, and uh, fucking Burt Reynolds was the voice of the dad. He was? He was, yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm going to have to look at YouTube clips now. <laughs> uh, I vaguely Scott remember Bayo was in that. I vaguely remember an episode where they went to Universal Studios and she like does her like like freeze time thing or she actually reverses time or something cuz they're going through like I think like the jaws part of the tram tour thing and like things reverse or I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering it. Oh, so they filmed it 30 feet away from you where they usually film it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Oh, I'm going to have that terrible eighties theme song in my head for the rest of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch the intro to peacemaker for a couple of times. Yes. Yes. Do you really want to do you really want to taste that? It's so good. (laughs) That whole soundtrack was fucking amazing. I love it. It really is. By the way, if you want to jam out to that soundtrack, Because immediately, once we watched like the first couple episodes, I was like, oh, I got to look up the soundtrack to this whole season. And James Gunn actually released an official playlist on Spotify. So you can just listen to his playlist of the whole, the whole season soundtrack. 
There's never a bad time to rock. So yeah. Yes. Never a bad time to rock. (laughs) Oh man. And they got it. You know, they're going to do a whole new season two musical number. I hope so because so many of the people are no longer with us in that intro. So they kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. Who's passed away? Well, the, uh, the cops. All the cops. Uh, Oh, that's right. And there's a, I mean, I, his, I don't think was, is going to be that, like in real life. Like, they're no oh, no, yeah. I'm like, what guys, Steve Agee is no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why was that fucking partner cop so familiar to me? What what has he been in? Oh, he what was in the thousands like teen movies. The he, thing that I always think of was not another teen movie. He's the guy with the baby dick. Oh, yeah. fuck. That was him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was he yeah. was in that whole like early two thousands era. He was probably an extra in American Pie or one of the American oh, Pies at some point. Probably in like Road Trip or Euro Trip or both. Yeah, a Fucking ton Euro of stuff. Trip. Yeah, uh, that's one uh, I haven't seen. Rat Race, maybe, maybe I'm Rat Race too. Right now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That, I saw that guy. I was like, oh, that guy. Mm-hmm. He's just one of those faces. You immediately go like, oh, early two thousands, <laughs> back when probably a bulk of his early career he was in movies where the end credits was you know they were playing all-star so. <laughs> <laughs> wow you described an entire genre of film right there. <laughs> that's it that, that was the all-star era <laughs> he was in uh, riverdale all right, I, I introduced yep. andrew's kids to, to to the musical talents of all-star <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, now they're rock star. Hey, they've seen Shrek. Okay, you didn't introduce them that we haven't already shown them. They've seen Shrek. Well, at oh, the man. time, Shannon said that they hadn't seen Shrek, and she's lying to you. I showed them Shrek a long time okay. ago. Okay, right. <laughs> I showed it to them, and I made them sing along. <laughs> I did the whole thing on their eyelids, like oranges or uh, Clockwork Orange, so they had to watch it. I put the drops in and everything. <laughs> Oh man! Oof. All right, guys. Anything else, or should we end on a on an all star high note? <laughs> oh, I started playing Ring Fit on Switch. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. How is that? It's super goofy, but it you know it makes you do physical activity. So mm. I guess it's a positive in that sense. Yeah, it looks fun. You like you feel like you've gotten like a modicum of a workout or activity in afterwards. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, especially after like the first two days, like I was legit sore, but that's going from like completely sedentary to, <laughs> you know, here, move this thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, Next thing we know, you'll be paying, you'll be playing just dance with the, <laughs> the Wiimotes uh, waving around. Nice. <laughs> the Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. And I like the fact that you don't have to think too hard. It tells you exactly what you have to do. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, she's definitely working up the sweat. I mean, those some of those moves I see you're doing, like when you're because you're it's kind of like RPG-ish, like you're going through these it's basically Super Mario World for or Super Mario Brothers, but like in a fitness game. No, but yeah, Meg was showing me like she's she's going through these environments and like you collect there's like rings to collect, almost like Sonic, but you gotta like (laughs) squeeze the the ring thing that they give you in order to collect them you kind of like vacuum them up as you're running <laughs> by and then um 
And then when the terrain changes, like she's stomping through mud or she's going uphill or something, like they make you do high knees. So that stuff will definitely tucker you out. <laughs> sure. Yeah, for sure. There cool. was a there was a level where <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt, but going back to our everybody that was working during this time was on an episode of Jag. <laughs> This guy was in two episodes of Jag. Of course he was. Of course he was. Of course. He was. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Meg. That's cool. There was there was a level where there's like treadmills um, going one direction, but there's also treadmills going against you. So you have to you know run twice as hard to Ooh. go up this treadmill hill. And it was just like never ending for a moment. And there was a point where I had to just press the home button because oh, I didn't no. want to lose my spot. But I was like, I need like a break for a second. <laughs> Cheated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. But yeah, it, I mean, it's something, you know, it's not like you're going to the gym and lifting weights or going mm. on an actual treadmill and, you know, running until you're out of breath. Like, there's a lot of pauses in the game for you to catch your breath and your heart rate kind of lowers at that point. So I wouldn't say it's a full um, substitute for like a hard workout, but for me, like at least it gets me off the couch and gets me going, you know, there you go. Cool. better than that. Yeah. Thrills. Mm-hmm. So that's what yeah. I've been playing. There you go. The Witch Queen for Disney for Disney for Destiny comes out in two days, and I don't know if I want to pony up that dough or wait till I'm done with Horizon. <laughs> we'll see uh, what reviews say, and if I can actually have people from my clan that are on at the same time as I play, and kind of go from there. But from everything I've seen with the new weapon crafting and the things you can do in it, it looks awesome, and they've totally revamped some different uh, of the uh, class systems. So I don't know. I don't want to drop another forty dollars either, but it looks so compelling. Do it. I probably will. <laughs> Horizon. Horizon. I know. You know, I, I think that's what I probably I'm gonna beat Horizon first and then I'll then I'll get that. Yeah. And then I can yeah. Oh that uh That's where me. I know him from. Wow. Fuck it. I, I've been trying to figure out what movie I know this this guy from. Okay. And this is a fucking throwback. This is a callback. <laughs> Wagons East. Oh my god. John Candy's last film. Oh my yeah. god. That's wow. where I recognize him from. Wow, okay. Also, I was staring intently at the screen for a while cuz I was just enraptured by a show from 1994 called Hawkeye starring Linda Carter. What? This is a genre show set in like the revolutionary war time uh fighting between indian and french uh so yeah like i kind of want to fucking watch this (laughs) but the just like the screenshots just look so bad (laughs) the costumes are fucking awful Uh, the low budget lost uh adventure shows like it's um, like in it, it it's definitely in like the the Briscoe County Junior slash yeah. uh, what was the other uh, med- uh, medicine woman? What the fuck was her name? Doctor Quinn Medicine Doctor Quinn. Quinn Medicine Woman. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that kind cool. of look. 
<laughs> wow. I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now she just sells crappy jewelry. Sure. <laughs> yeah. She's so definitely a late night infomercial. Yeah. Oh, uh, one last bit. Um, you reminded me, uh, it's probably about high time. I, I think I'm ready to try Cyberpunk um, on my oh, laptop yeah. now because they just released a massive patch, which not only fixed, it wasn't just like, um, wasn't just like visuals or anything they uh, apparently people are learning more and more about it people are, are like digging down into because they only announced like the high level stuff that they fixed and even that was a giant comprehensive list but there's more and more things that people are discovering um like they fixed um the ai for all the npcs they fixed um the they revamped the ent- entire driving module um they uh, a bunch of new character options. I guess you can own apartments in the city. Um, it was just like a, a thousand things. They they basically made it the game that they were they initially. They're slowly, yeah, anyway. they're slowly <laughs> getting towards the. So and and it's funny that that this comes up too because also another game similar to that, No Man's Sky, also released a huge patch this the same time that uh, uh, they're they're slowly delivering on the game that they promised they were going to deliver on. It's not quite there yet, but it definitely looks like it's a a, a playable good game at this point. So uh, I think it's not gonna it's not gonna really reach the levels of Witcher three as in like. Oh my God! This is a great game now, but it's it's definitely getting to the point where if some random person that knew nothing about it picked it up, they could play it and enjoy it. Okay. As long as you don't have that predetermined. Oh God! This was a fucking disaster when it launched. <laughs> yep. See, it pays to wait for games. You wait until all the bugs are fixed, or, or in the case of like you know a game that's already gorgeous, like Horizon or something, just wait a year or so until the collector's edition or game of the year edition comes out with all the DLC and stuff. Or in like my case, wait five years till uh, no man's sky is an amazing game. Now (laughs) I, 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 I've preached this before, but if you need something that is just super, super chill and just brain off, relaxing, good fun time, play no man's sky. Like there's no objective to it. You just do whatever you want you fly around, you gather some minerals, you shoot some shit, and just build a base, and it's great fun. I need to restart the game. I actually played that game opening day for a couple of weeks, and I don't know. I've heard of all the game because of I played it originally. I was like, this is not what it was supposed to be. In no, it was garbage. I, I, I was an apologist when it came out. I said, oh, yeah, this is a great game. It's super fun, super chill. Exactly <laughs> what I'm looking No, it, especially if you compare the game state from what it released as to what it is now, it's a completely different fucking game. Yeah. So I really need to go and give it another shot. One of these days, like like you said, like when I just want to just chill out and fly around a planet for a while, give it another go. So. All right, guys, I think I'm about ready to shut my brain off and uh, watch some disenchantment or something. There you go. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Thank you for joining, guys, uh, for another episode. This is Tony. This is Todd. I was Andrew. And Meg. Play all the games. Watch oh. all the TV shows. Watch all the TV shows starring... Um, what is that actor's name? <laughs> <I mean. laughs>
Monroe. Lachlan Monroe. Lachlan Monroe. Lachlan Lachlan Lynn Monroe. Lachlan Monroe. Somebody. See you guys. Bye.